Hello to each one of you, and welcome to the Wealth Coach Coach Podcast. I'm Rob Saunders, and together I know we will learn how to escape the hamster wheel, why we need to change our concepts, and who we can discover true happiness with. Wow, that's a lot of adventure, so let's let today's adventure begin. I am so excited to be with you. I really hope my enthusiasm is communicating. I love God. I love the Word of God. I love the things of God, and I like sharing them with you trustfully in a way that will really help improve your life. So today I have an audit for you. Uh, This is, I don't quite know how to put the answer, but here's the audit question. How many of you uh, have really worked hard on having a mediocre plan for your life? I mean, you're just looking forward to being mediocre, and that way you won't have to worry about too much. That's an interesting audit question. What were the first words, the first words, that Adam and Eve together in Genesis 1 ever heard God say. Now, I've asked Christians this all over the world, people that know the Bible, and let me hear your answer, but let me tell you what they said. 99, 100%, be fruitful and multiply. But those are not the first words that God spoke to Adam and Eve together. Well, I hope you're asking, well, what was it? What did they first hear? Well, what they first heard was, and the Lord blessed them. Now, I wish that the blessing he had blessed them with had been recorded right there in the Bible. Because the million-dollar question is, well, what was the blessing? What's so important about the blessing? Well, the blessing begins the love story, the greatest love story ever told right there in the garden, the garden of Eden, the garden of delights, the garden of the Lord's blessing, and God blessed them. Wow. So what did he say? Well, I think it was very similar except for unfiltered. It was a direct communication between God and man, a a direct blessing. And there's one, the famous one in number 6, 22 through 27, where the Lord ordered Moses to tell the people of Israel this would be his blessing for them and to tell Aaron, the priest, the high priest, to bless the people with these words. These are the words that God told Moses to bless the people of Israel with. I bless you, my people. I bless you. I will keep you. I will guard and protect you. It's a military term. He said the same thing to Adam in the garden. Adam, you're to cultivate and guard, keep the garden. Adam wouldn't do it. 
So God said, I will do it for you. I will make my face reflect upon yours, shine, shine off of yours. Wow, the, the reflection of God's face will be so strong in your life that it will reflect off your face. Now, I imagine you've heard people saying messages, check your face. How's your face doing? How's it look? Well, I've had over 70 years, imagine, I've had, I got over 70 years wear and tear on my face, but I hope it's reflecting the Lord now more than ever. I want it to. What does that reflection mean? What if we do reflect God's face? It means that we trust Him to work in our lives, doesn't it? To work our lives out. We're reflecting His goodness to us. And then what is the next thing he said? And he said, and I will be gracious to you. I will show you favor. Now in Hebrew, chanan, C-H-A-N-A-N, what does that mean? It means that the, the greater will stoop down, bend over, and reach down to the lesser in order to give, to gift or bestow things upon them. It's not by merit. It's by God's graciousness, His favor. Favor and grace are the same word. Now let's go back to when God blessed Adam and Eve. It said, and He blessed them. They had a choice to make. Isn't it amazing that the Creator, the immortal, the limitless, the eternal, gave the thing created, the mud pie made, a choice. And what was the choice? The choice was determined whether or not to live by God's blessing or not. That doesn't sound like such a hard choice until the devil came to Eve and said, listen, you don't need his blessing. You can be him. You can be God. The scripture says like God, but that's not the translation. You can be God. You can know right or wrong, blessing or curse, good or evil. You can take his place. You can live by your own blessing. Wow, what a choice. That same choice, that very same choice, is before you and I today. I think it's the greatest choice in the Bible that we need to decide Do we want to live by God's blessing that I just read to you in reflection upon our lives, or do we want to try and make our own way, try to create our own blessing? Well, what's our answer? What was Adam's answer? Adam disdained, disavowed, and seeked to do his own will and way instead of God's, instead of living by God's blessing. He said, you know, I think I want to make my own decisions. Wow. What a terrible result that created. His firstborn son 
murdered his brother. That's how quickly man's decisions brought him to collapse. They call it the fall. Man completely fell under living by his own rules, ways, and is creating his so-called blessings, his own blessings. Since Adam disdained God's blessing, God has been looking ever since for a man or in woman, a woman to live by his blessing. I'm going to skip past Noah, but the first thing it says about Noah was he was a man that found favor in God's eyes. God was willing to stoop down to Noah. But I, for the sake of time, I want to fast forward to Abraham. Well, in Genesis 15, God says to Abraham, I am your shield and your very great reward. Wow. If Abraham or since Abraham was willing to live by God's blessing, promises, covenant, you know, he promised him his son, purposes, God said, listen, I am your reward. Isn't that fantastic? I get excited sitting here thinking that. It's not a certain gift that's the real reward, even though they're wonderful, or the promises which are wonderful. Peter says, his great and mighty promises by which you become partakers of the divine nature. Isn't that amazing? That his promises lead you into his nature. But the greatest reward for living by his blessings is that he himself is your reward. His presence, his kindness, his sharing his ways with you. It's endless. It's so wonderful that we'll, we'll, so to speak, walk off in this earth right into heaven looking forward. It's the same God. He's limitless. So He's eternal. Or you can say He's eternal. So He's limitless. We use the word eternal. I like the word limitless just as much. Now, I said that God was always looking for man. And that's what's so wonderful. I, I want to close today's session by talking about the blessing of the Lord. Now, we just heard that in Genesis 1, and God blessed them. Before He ever gave them one opportunity, one rule, He said, uh, then after He said, I, He blessed them unfiltered, face-to-face. -face. Then he said, okay, now be fruitful and multiply. Go rule the world. Go subdue the earth. So they went out under his blessing. What's our biggest problem? So often we go out our own way, our own purpose, our own decisions. You know, Adam didn't have to decide who he was going to marry, did he? 
God handcrafted and brought, brought it to Adam. That was his blessing. And it was a perfect one. Gone astray. Anyway, I want to close today with the blessing of the Lord from Proverbs 10.22, which says, It's the blessing of the Lord that makes one rich. Wow. It's not about the prosperity gospel, my dear friend. It's about God's blessing, His stooping over to gift and give to us. And in this case, He chose to give riches. But catch what the second part of the phrase is. And He adds, God adds, when He provides riches, He, add, he adds no toil, pain, or sorrow with them. You know, it's so interesting. He's trying to recover man back to where he just wants to live by God's power, by God's giftings, by God's promises, by God's blessings. So, he says, you'll recognize my blessings because they won't contain pain, toil, and sorrow. Now, let's go back to Genesis 3. He said, Adam, because of your great sin, you're going to earn a living by the sweat of your brow and you will have pain and toil in it, pain and sorrow. You'll, you're going to have thorns. And he said to the woman, you're going to have pain and trouble and toil and sorrow in childbirth. It's the exact same word used both places. So in Genesis God says you will have the sorrow. But in Proverbs, he says, if it's by my blessing, you will, the gift, in this case riches, will not have sorrow. Isn't that wonderful? I, I know a lot of wealthy men and women. I grew up around a lot of them. And I can promise you that riches will not make you happy. If they're not from God, if they're just from your own cunning and uh, scheming and ability, uh, listen, I know I've made money that way. <laughs> it's just no peace. There's no favor. There's no calm. It's as Jesus said, the worries of the world, the deceitfulness of riches and the cares for other things will wreck your life. So we do want the blessings of the Lord. I've so enjoyed sharing today's episode with you. To learn so much more about true happiness, our coaching programs and our video courses, please join me at wealthcoachcoach.com. Look forward to talking to you soon.